0: What you hearing? What you hearing? What you hearing? Listen. It's what you hearing? Listen. It's what you hearing? Listen. Hearin'. Listen. X go
1: give it to you. Fuck way for you to get it on your own. X gon' deliver to you. Knock, knock, Welcome to the State the CX podcast. On today's episode, I'm talking to James Burgess from Elliot Lee, no relation to myself. Um, Before we get into things and start talking about the changes that you guys have made and the journey that you've been on Uh, James, are you all right to just give the listeners a little bit of a background on yourself, how you got into agency and how long you've been in it, you know, where you work, that sort of thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, like with most, um, good ideas, it started off over a, a pint in the pub. Um, I went to college with one of the partners Elliot many, many years ago now. Um, and we became good friends uh, and stayed in touch ever since. Um, my career path took a different direction. Um, I lived in the north of the country for about five years. Came back down. Um, I was. I actually, when I left college, I was doing um, um, diesel fitting on on trucks. Uh, done an apprenticeship scheme. Um, and when I was, when I tr- moved back down from up north, I met up with with Elliot and and, and Lee at the time. And. They basically said, look, we know you're an intelligent guy. We know you're a grafter. Um, why don't you come and give it a go? Like, I think you'd really enjoy it. And I was, I was the complete opposite at that time of what you'd probably call or describe or think of as an estate agent. Um, and I thought, yeah, why not? Look, I'll give it a go. So I, I came and I was 24 at the time, I think, um, and started off where everybody else starts off you know, on the on the shop floor, on the phones, um, on the sales side. It was at a time when the market was, was really, really hard and um, he suggested that maybe I gave lettings a go and that's where I spent the first kind of six, seven years um, in lettings. So I've got a really good kind of all over or across the board experience of the, the, the letting side, the management side, and obviously now I've been in, in sales now for uh, a number of years. So, yeah, I've got a, a, quite a broad experience across the business, starting from the very bottom. Now, obviously, coming through up to the top, I've worked very closely with Elliot and Lee over the years. So I see what goes on in the background. To, you know, to actually run the business, not just the the pretty bit on the the shop front. It's all the all the stuff that goes on in the background, all of the accounts and you know things like now, obviously, designing the website we've got coming out soon. And it's it's there's a lot more that goes into it than than, than people think. So yeah, I think um, that, that's kind of how I got into it, and that's where. My career path's gone. I've only, I've only ever worked at Elliot Lee in a state agency, so my experience of you know how other agents work is literally zero um, on a day-to-day basis. But I get Elliot and Lee in terms of what they're trying to do. Um, obviously, they, they've been with LifeCycle for for a while. They you know, they 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 are quite innovative in their in their thinking. They do want to be kind of forward-thinking, um, and that's why I've never really felt the need to leave. I've always enjoyed working here with them. Um, I've always um, been rewarded for my efforts. Um, And yeah, I'm excited about the next few years now, now that we've got Lifecycle on board.
1: Yeah, no, that's great. Okay, so, um, and you guys are uh, Northwest London?
0: Yeah, so we cover predominantly kind of uh, Wembley and Harrow areas from the two offices that we run, and then the immediately surrounding areas as well.
1: Okay, so um, before we get too far into you know, life cycle. The podcast obviously is about the the journey that you guys have been on from leaving uh, your old software and moving into life cycle and, you know, the challenges and all of that sort of stuff. But um, can you just uh, maybe give us a try and rewind back in time and try and put yourself back in the shoes of before you used life cycle, before you even knew it existed, how, how, what was the day-to-day work like in the office um, and, and then what led you and, the, and, and Elliot to, to start maybe sort of thinking and looking around and wondering oh, what else might be out there before you, you know, before you then maybe discovered LifeCycle?
0: Yeah, so we, we used to, from my own days, we used to use um, Vibra. Um, and it was off the shelf. It was quite, you know, stand And that's uh, how you works. you kind of that work your day around that. And I suppose it's, it's typical, I imagine, what every other agent works along the lines of, you know, you've got your calls coming in, you've got your email leads coming in, you've got your, your list, your call list of clients and you're pressing the match button and you're calling through that list of clients, you know, endlessly, never getting to the bottom of that list. And you come in the next day, and it's it's you know it's groundhog day again. You, you you're trying to get on as many knocking on doors and whatever else it is you're trying to do, sending out letters and posting leaflets and whatever else you're trying to do to get those 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 valuations uh, in. And then once you've got them in and instructed, you're you just working through that list. That's what it's like a never-ending list we're working through really. And then, like I say, uh, Elliot especially is quite. He was always looking for ways to make things more efficient, easier, more cost-effective. And we used to use many different platforms to do some of the things that maybe Lifecycle does now. Um, But it was very disjointed in that we were using so many platforms to do what we wanted it to do. Maybe the customer experience wasn't that great either because they were having to go to different places, to do different things. But yeah, that's mainly what it was. My my memory of back in the day, especially when I was negging, was yeah. just having a, a list of calls to go through, which was, you know, we, we, we're fortunate enough that the, our phones are always busy. Uh, we, we're, and I think that mentality as well has changed, you know, in terms of the phone call. We don't necessarily want loads of calls. You know, we'd send out a, a, a text message on a three bedroom mid-terrace property to 200 people. And then all of a sudden you're getting all
1: these calls coming through and you don't need them all. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So before we get into that, before we get into the difference, how it's changed, um, so you're you're doing the general work, every estate agent does, you've got a, you know, one of them one of the more sort of well-known estate agency softwares, and you're just doing the everyday work and you come in the next day and you do the same work and so on and so forth. And Elliot's, you know, always looking around at different things. You've got a multitude of different tools you're trying out i guess at any one time um and then uh you you discover life cycle and i guess you know life cycle makes the same bold promises that every other system makes so there must have been a period at the beginning whereby it's like oh here we go with just another mental idea Um, what took you from oh here we go it's just another mental expensive uh, expensive idea to actually thinking you know what Maybe we should actually try this.
0: <laughs> well, I think it was more gradual than that because we then went on to a, 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 um, a CRM through VT UK, which made promises not on the level of what Lifecycle Two can do, but you know a lot of automation there. There was, you know, you can send out automated reminders on text messages to buyers about their um, their appointment coming up. You can send them through an email that asks them for feedback using various, you know. Drop form integrating into whatever, um, and it, it worked really well. But it, like I say, it was disjointed. and It was although it was more efficient, you had to kind of click in there, go into a different bit of software to do that, and so sort of, it, it wasn't great. But it, it was, it was an improvement what we had before. Um, and we were looking at how can we kind of bring this all together, all the time. How can we make it more centralised and in one place? And more so as well for the staff, it was it was you know it was less confusing for them. And then obviously we worked with you guys when we were doing the magazines initially, um, and that kind of progressed into lifecycle version one of the the, sort of the valuation platform where we were going out doing our valuation, sending them on 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 the journeys. It was like, well, this works because again one of the things we uh, we struggled with is we're out on the road doing valuation all the time. That follow up isn't always the easiest to get it consistently all the time. Whereas with Lifestyle one, we was making sure we were getting, um, you know, um, our message across to these vendors on a regular basis. And, we, you know, we saw an uptake on that and saw that people was opening up those emails and reading them. And we saw that, you know, now's a good time to call this vendor because they've just opened up what to do next on instruction and agent or whatever that, whatever that, um, that email looked like. Yeah, yeah. So we kind of had that, general progression into lifecycle and saw what it could do in its most basic form alongside our crm and then you know you, you was it yourself i think it was or was it rob i think it was rob we'd done the the demonstration on when you you know when you approached us with it and straight away we just got it it was us it was exactly what we were trying to achieve with our current crm system it just didn't have the capabilities to do it with what um software we had so it was kind of like it was a no-brainer for us we just knew that's where we go
1: Okay, so um, and I think you guys maybe come to some of our events as well, didn't you, Estate and CX? And that's yeah, I'm coming. You know, yeah, London once. Um, <laughs> um, but, yeah. So, so you, so you believed, right? So you'd had a bit of experience with the product, and you thought, okay, well, you know, it's, it's delivered before. This, this would go. This, this hopefully will deliver as well. So you've gone into it, um, and then what's what was the what was some of the bumps in the road? What was like some of the challenges that you faced um when you said all right let's do it then let's let's go all in on this um i don't think there was many massive bumps obviously like
0: you know like with any changeover over system it, it's the change itself is difficult for the staff having to kind of get them used to a new looking at a new screen and where to find stuff and whatever else um you know some of the change over from our current CRM system, how it fitted into Lifecycle for us wasn't kind of ideal, um, but you get, you work around it. And that over a period of time, over a graduate period of time, you just do little chunks of the data. And now our data is,
1: you know, is up to speed. We've been with you guys on Lifecycle 2. What's it, when, when, did, when did it launch now? Well, we launched Lifecycle 2 back at the start of June, didn't we So yeah. it's, you know, two or three months now.
0: Yeah. So we, you know, within that period of time, our data is really clean now. Um, and the staff have a big part of their day in keeping that data up to date, making sure that you know the, the status are correct, people are on the right journeys. Um, but yeah, no, there wasn't really any major major bumps in the road that I can think
1: of. You know, what, there's what a lot about of... with the actual staff? Like you know, uh, you know, people are used to, as you say, if you was one of them people uh, that was used to going through the lists on Viva and working that kind of way, and then all of a sudden someone tells you a new way of doing it that there must have been a little bit of people going, ah, oh, can we just go back to doing it this way?
0: Yeah, a little bit. I think, you know, we, we've streamlined the business massively. So our, our, our staff levels aren't huge. We don't need huge numbers of staff anymore. And the, the guys that we've got in are, are, are good stuff. You know, they're, they're intelligent guys and they can see the benefits of what we're doing. they, and they kind of, they did really buy into it. I think the issue we, the only issue we had was, was, Um, Maybe with things like where we were getting used to how it worked, we'd be adding tags against certain contacts and then going, oh, actually, that probably doesn't work. So that last two weeks of work you've done adding tags, we're going to change that now we're going to do it this way. And it's a little bit, you know. But now that everybody's in the group with it and has a better understanding of what it can do and the fact that we need to input that to make it what it can do, um, they they are on board with it, and you know I think with any Nick, if you can click into a property and there's your call list of people that are actually engaging with that property there in front of you, uh, that's got to be you know ten ten calls and ten viewings has got to be better than a hundred calls and
1: ten viewings. Well yeah, that's true. Um, I was just thinking maybe there's the there's a bit in between that you know where you leave Viber or VTUK and you know yeah we know that that those those functions are going to come. But they won't come until you've gone through the crap of getting all the properties on and getting all the properties live and then getting people to register and maybe changing a few things on the website and that that bit while that's happening was there any sort of um what's the word like was there any sort of mini mutinies or any any bits where the team were like you know they haven't yet seen the brilliance they're being asked to do work where they haven't seen it yet. And, you know, maybe thinking like, I just uh, all I want to do is book a viewing. <laughs> yeah, no, they, 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 they were really good. Actually, there
0: was no massive problems. And I think, like you said, you know, our situation at the time, we were coming to the end of our contract with our current provider. Anyway, we didn't want to sign into a new, uh, a, a new contract with them. Um, and that's why we were, you know, we were really pushing you guys for, for a date and, and whatever else. And there was a period of time where we had no CRM system. We were, we were back to the pen and paper. Hmm. Um, and you know the guys cope really, really well. There was there was no moaning. They just they dug deep, got on got on with it. Um, and in terms of the during that changeover, um, they, you know they worked the extra hours that they needed to work. You know we've all got we've all got the capability of working from home. We've got um, virtual PA's that we work with as well. Um, so in terms of like getting the property data over, we done it real quickly. We just kind of all hands on deck, do what we need to do, get it on, get it live, and we work from day one with the new CRM there's no there wasn't no kind of gradual changeover. it was just flicking a switch really
1: yeah I think that probably is the best way because you know although gradual changeover sounds easier it probably just is a bit like when you pull off a plaster isn't it you probably it probably is for the best that like you just go like right let's do this right now Uh, Yeah, exactly, and I'm one
0: of those, I'm not a big fan of change, you know, unless unless it's really obvious, you know, and it just takes a while getting used to that screen that you're looking at, and now it's kind of, now we're two, three months in, the last year I was forgotten about, I I wouldn't even know what it looked like now.
1: Yeah, okay, and so then, so then you're in the system, then you started your um, uh, innovation and growth program with Rob, going through that, uh, working with him, Uh, what was that, how was that? Yeah, that was good. I think because
0: obviously, especially with COVID, we've not been able to do too much sort of in-person conversation or meetings or training, anything like that. And we had a we had an understanding of what lifecycle could do um, and kind of how it worked. But the actual practicality of us doing that, rather than watching you guys talk about how how you do it, yeah. is a different story. And you know, one of the things like the journeys that that you send, you know, the, the clients on. Um, was hard actually you know you got i I spoke to you over over messenger before a few times in terms of you know creating a blog you know you certainly think you spend an hour scratching your head thinking about what to write about when you're not used to doing it and i think what it helped with rob was just getting it getting something in place that was okay um and, and worked and then improve on that and also the gaps where yeah you've done really well at this but you've totally neglected this part of it you need to be aware of this and um, so maybe some ideas we hadn't thought about and how to utilize the data in another way. Yeah, it was, it was good with, with Rob. He's, he, he does. Um, he explains it in a way that you sit and think, oh, I'm a bit of an idiot, why didn't I see that? He just sounds so so
1: easy when, when Rob's, Rob's telling you about it. But yeah, it was, it was definitely worthwhile. Okay, so you've gone through the pain of moving, although you know, it wasn't too bad for you guys, through the Innovation and Growth Programme, and so now you're fully operational Lifecycle 2. You don't use... You don't use any other estate agency software, or you know, do you use uh, use Lifecycle 2 to upload to portals, do matching? Uh, yeah, that, the website? That,
0: yeah. That, that was the idea of coming on with Lifecycle. It was just a you know a one stop shop. I didn't want to be using other platforms that you have to click into to upload, and you know, especially again with the new website, I didn't want to have an upload from our system onto the website, and then the Lifecycle heads up alerts. It just okay. it just yeah, which I felt that was just going to be confusing for um anybody looking. So yeah, we've we've gone we've gone all in with, with lifecycle. It's which that is our only um obviously from the letting's perspective that the you know once we've got an offer and the, and the management of that, you know, that can take another direction. But front end, advertising, agreeing sales, agreeing lets, trying to get valuations, um, you know, chasing all that all through
1: all through life so, um, if we now think of the James that used to use Vibra, yeah, um, versus what your staff are doing now in lifecycle, what's the what's the difference? Like, how's how is it how is it different? How does the team work? What's the reward? Um,
0: the, the first thing that springs to my mind Mark, is I went away week before last on had a week down in Cornwall, and I went away for the first time in as many years as I can remember. I'm thinking. I don't need to worry about what the guys are doing because a I can see it on my phone through life cycle. I can see what's happening, what they need to do, and as things are being checked off and whatever else. But like I say, they're they're in, they're intelligent, You've got a good a good a good team at the moment, and it's easy for them. You know, they just go into the various you know proactives and statuses and you know viewed properties, and they just call through those people. They are just creaming off the top
1: of the system making the important calls. So, but for someone who's listening, they've ne- and never used Lifecycle. For them, you were saying, oh, well, in Vibra, we just used to make calls and do call lists. And then in Lifecycle, yep. these people are going through and making calls. What's the difference?
0: So it used to be, if I like to say, we'd send out a text message to 200 people on a, on a mid-terrace three bed in our area, uh, and you'd print that list off and you then call through that list. Whereas with Lifecycle, you've got, you go into that property and yeah, you might have 200 people matched against it potentially, but you've also, that's they've also been sent a heads up alert, early alert for this property coming on the market. And you can see exactly who has clicked into that and had a read on it and had a view on it as, you know, maybe not called you to, to view it, but is interested in it. Um, and they're your priority calls. You know, they're the calls that you make sure happen on that day. Um, and again, same with when you're following up on, um, on vendors that are on a journey that have viewed, you know, what's the next steps on, on booking evaluation or whatever it is that they've read, they're going in and seeing who's been active in our system. Who's been reading what, you know, what we've been putting out there. They're the priority call Same, you know, I've had somebody covering my work while I was away in that, you know, valuations I've been out to see clients I've been out to see and, you know, maybe wasn't ready to make a decision at that point. Um, but they're on that journey that we sent them on. And we can see when that person's picking up that blog and reading it um, and they're being called. So the important calls, the, the the active calls are being made every day without question. And, yeah, I still think, you know, there's an, there's a, an element of calling through. You know, you might have a, a the, you know, the long-term sort of clients that aren't ready to come on this year or next year. They're going to be ready to come on at some point. So there's still I think there's still a, a need for that that call up in once a year to speak to them, to catch up. They may not have read anything, but, you know, that call is to me still important, but that now becomes secondary to those
1: important calls or what I-class important calls now calls. Yeah. Um, it's an interesting to- point because a lot of agents, when they hear, oh, Lifecycle will, will register the applicants, Lifecycle cycle chase viewings, Lifecycle will do this, Lifecycle will do that, they immediately think, no, no, because... We want to give a personal service. We want to interact with people, but you're are you, are you, you're saying that it because it identifies who to talk to. You now actually can give a personal service to the right people.
0: Yeah, I think you know every you know any agent wants to provide a really good customer experience, whether it be a buy attempt, you know, whatever. And the mentality that we used to have, Elliot and Lee come from a very traditional estate agency background um a very old school kind of initiation into that they had with a a local company really good company but you know so they they cut their teeth with the traditions of making sure that phone's picked up within three rings calls always return you know your your call list is always made you've got your little flip box of of clients but you only had a hundred now you've got thousands and you can't service all of those on a you can't call them all so you've got to cherry pick the ones that actually want to be called and want to be spoken to and I think, like with most things in life now, because it's gone so digital, I don't necessarily want that person calling me. I don't mind getting a message from them or them sending me something that I think I might find of interest and, a, and a, a little link to take it further. And then they call me. But, you know, most of the people that you do call
1: that, that haven't asked to be called or, or initiated a the call, they're kind of why are you, why are you calling me? Mm. Like, leave me alone yeah yeah. It's, it's you want to do it cuz you know you want to do a deal but they don't really they don't really i mean anyone could uh, uh, could relate with that couldn't they if you put yourself into any circumstances forget a state agency you know when you when your phone rings and it's an unrecognized number you are probably not answering it and if you are you're thinking oh, who the hell is this yeah 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 yeah
0: 100% <laughs> got that relationship with them already um over a period of time where you know, hopefully they've even got your number saved in their phone so they know who's calling them. Yeah. Um, and they
1: actually want to speak to you. So um you've you so you you mentioned before that it seems a lot more streamlined now. Is that has that got anything to do with life cycle? I mean how is the how is it going in terms of you know the system registering and qualifying people? Is that saving time? Is it you know how's that working?
0: Yeah definitely we had like I say we had we were we were going along these lines previously. So kind of when, when you pitched to us Lifecycle 2, it was kind of, well, this is exactly what we want. We knew what we wanted already. Um, and we kind of half had that. So things like the, the registration form, we already had that in a, in, a, in, a, in a different shape where you know if somebody wanted to register with, our, with our, on our system, we used to send them the form, but it didn't integrate. So we'd have to get them, send them the form, fill it out, get the form back, then enter all the details into the system. And that was quite time At one point, in previous years, we actually had um, apprenticeships schemes going, and one of the jobs of the apprentices was to sit there and put in all of the registration details, and it would take hours. Because like I say we, we we benefit from a lot of
1: inquiries coming into the business, so you know it was very time-consuming. Whereas now it's just bang straight in. Yes, and you don't have to be involved in it at all. So, the people, so there must be people registering and getting matched with properties, and no one's had anything to do with it. Yeah,
0: absolutely. No, you know, so, that, you know, if we get a call into the business now, it's kind of, yeah, great, got your detail, you know, your you name and number here. We're going to send you across um, a registration link. We use WhatsApp quite a bit for that as well <laughs> um, to fill out your form. Uh, and then, as soon as you fill that out, we can get you booked in. So, you know you whatsapp them they're now on our business whatsapp where they've had the link they've sent it out they've required filled my link out we then not give them a call back or we message them back to say when do you want to view the property
1: and get it booked in it's nice and easy there's no you know no uh, weird conversations anymore about have you got a mortgage have you got a solicitor they've just filled it out and it's come through to you and you can immediately see whether you need to have a conversation about their house or mortgage absolutely. or whatever it might be and I think what you find is when, you know, usually it's from a lead where they want to see a property that you've
0: got. So you've got something that they want and therefore they will fill out the form in its entirety because they want that, they want to see that property. Yeah. Whereas over the phone and you're asking people about their finances and yeah, they could be, you know, they weren't very receptive to it really. And sometimes you get somebody that almost hang up on you because you're asking them about their mortgage situation.
1: Yeah.
0: Whereas, and rather than kind of trying to tra- train people to have that conversation why know why we need it is kind of these are the questions that are asked and this is why we ask them so they know the importance of finding out that buyer's position if they've got a property to sell it still reverts back to the same thing previously that we want to know if you've got a property to sell because we want to try and get through the door
1: yeah yeah
0: you don't have to physically ask the question and you can you can approach it in a much more discreet manner in that they've registered their details they don't really realize maybe what you're asking they the negs are registering these guys um, or dealing with these guys that registered rather and at the end of the day we're going right who's got a property to sell that we haven't spoken to who's got a property to sell that we haven't been to see how are we going to kind of schmooze these guys into letting us come through their door and, and, and maybe take their property on for sale and it's yeah. a much conversation now
1: yeah so it's a totally different idea isn't it to just having names and email addresses and then yeah. you know just call people and find out when you can actually just go, actually, let's just filter it down to who's registered it recently that's got a house to sell in our area and let's speak to those okay. people. I think you, a lot, go on, sorry. I think a lot of
0: vendors, you know, if they if they're looking to buy a property, they're calling up all these agents to register their details. And every agent you'd expect, maybe not all, but most would be asking that question, have you got a property to sell in some shape or form? And every like, Yeah. And they're all asking for evaluation. And they can only have so many. Whereas here, you're not actually asking the question, not being too pushy, not being you know too abrupt about that question. With it's quite quite subtle, and then you can approach it in a much more professional way.
1: Yeah, and I guess also you'd never have to worry about have we missed an opportunity because all your registrations are getting done that way. So everybody's answering the questions. It's not a question. It's not a case that oh, John is really good at getting that information, but you know Jane isn't that great at getting the information everybody's giving you that information.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I think also when you when you kind of, you know, almost tell the plush shop like you mentioned earlier, in that that is the way we work. If you want to see the property, you have to register this way. If you don't want to register, don't see it. Yeah. And if you're, if you're as blunt as that with it, you might lose your one or two potential buyers, but do you really want to work with them anyway? They're going to be a pain in the backside all the way through if they do buy something from you. So, um, yeah, it's definitely been from from that perspective, really beneficial to us. It was exactly what we wanted. We knew what we wanted, and you kind of just dangled the carrot in front of us, really. So,
1: yeah, we knew we wanted to work. uh, When you look around at, you know, I'm sure you're surrounded by agents, and, you know, I can't imagine many of them are using Lifecycle. Um, So does it... Do you feel like you're now on a different level to, you know, when you were back, when it was James using Vibra? Do you feel like the company's now... Got superpowers, or you know, it's on a different level.
0: Yeah, I feel like we can we can do a lot more by doing a lot less, almost. Mm. Um, and you know, we obviously staffing levels for us, you know, being a, an independent is quite key. You know, you know, we found in the past, you know, we we, we try to kick on. You add a number of, another member of staff in, and the numbers don't really kick on in the same way. So it's kind of like, well, we don't need another member of staff, then we can stick with what we have got. Whereas now, you know, the life cycle is another member of staff that is, well, more than another member of staff. It's kind of doing all the functions for you, all the
1: mundane stuff and going, right, you need to call, here's your call list. These yeah. <laughs> are 10 people call on this property, get going. Yeah, you don't just need bodies anymore. You want people that can actually build relationships, but you can afford to do that because the the numbers of the staff are less, I guess.
0: Absolutely, yeah. And, that, and that's, you know, that's something that we've, we've spoke a lot about. The last couple of months, especially, where we just want those relationships being built. You know, from a letting's perspective, we want to increase that portfolio. How do we? You know, where do we go and find where these landlords hang out? Where do we? How do we in? You know, uh, integrate with these these landlords and and get them on board and take them from other agents. And I think lifestyle is freed up a lot of time for us to do that.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's brilliant. Um, okay, so. Well, pretty much got, you know, we've pretty much come to the end of this. Um, just from your perspective, um, you, you know, somebody somebody out there who's maybe listened to this podcast um, and is thinking, OK, this, this sounds good, but, you know, not all of my team are, you know, particularly technical. Maybe I don't, you know, fully understand everything to do with social media. And, you know, I, I kind of, I know what I know. It does sound great, but it's a bit of a scary idea. What would you, what would you be uh, saying to those, that kind of person? I think you have to
0: make a change from the old way of working, because you'll just be going around in a massive circle, doing the same, making the same mistakes on a daily basis, working, you know, working every hour that God sends to try and secure that, you know, that instruction or that sale. And, yeah, short term, great, you win it, but you you start to start a game. Whereas here with lifecycle, you're you're doing that day-to-day stuff, you're but you've got a machine working in the background just generating these landlords for you and these vendors, just filling up your basket in the background. So as soon as you've dealt with that, you've got the next one ready to go. It's yeah, I'm I'm not techie at all, Mark, in any way, shape or form. And social media for me I'm not a big fan of it myself on a personal level, and I've had to sort of get involved with it because of the, the sort of the, the company um, social media accounts. But we just, we've come across a couple of guys that do a lot of the social media stuff for us and take the headache out of it. I don't have to be a social media expert. Between Lifecycle and the guy that we're using, they mainly do it for us. We just tell them what we want, and, and it's, it's done. So it doesn't, you know, that side of it isn't a big headache um yes it costs a little bit of money but the benefits of that and what it's what it's achieving for us totally outweighs that so uh, overall yeah change is scary but and if you're happy to you know to have groundhog day keep doing what you're doing but if you want to free up your time have a better working environment have more success less stress then yeah lifestyle would definitely be the way to go
1: awesome um, it's funny. I just, I just pictured. I know you, you said you've always worked with Elliot and Lee, and you know you've no got no need to go anywhere else. But I'm just thinking. Imagine if you did. Imagine if you, if you, if you left and you walked into an estate agency, and and they were still using one of those systems that you you've, you, you were using ten years ago. Yeah. You'd, I guess you'd just be thinking like, what, what's going on here? <laughs>
0: I was speaking to a good a, a guy who used to work here, a good friend of mine. We stayed really good friends, and he's you know he, he moved. He was one of the sales managers here. He's moved on, and he had his own his own his own stage for a little while, and obviously found that didn't work out. The, the, the difficulties with, with running your own business. Then, start, you know, went on from agent to agent, and he just started up with a um, a big independent in in town. I asked him how it was going. So he said, shocking, he said it's so poorly run, antiquated systems, you know. So I think you know I, I do find I do think of myself as being quite lucky working here in that they they do spend the money and they they do you know use the technology that's needed to make your working day enjoyable. It's yeah. stressful. The job's stressful. You know it's, it is long hours regardless, but you know you want to make those hours count. And yes, yeah.
1: it just be just be just be weird. I think for someone who's you know used life cycle, been used to it, and. You know, imagine Pete, someone who starts in a state agency with you guys—it's their first experience in a state agency. They use Lifecycle for three years, and then they go to work in another estate agency. They're just going to go, yeah. "How? How do you know who to call for viewings? Yeah, <laughs> what, yeah, what, yeah. Are you all, what are you doing here?"
0: <laughs> yeah. oh, you're alien. And I think yeah. most people that leave, most people that have left here in the past, and they've gone to other agencies, have gone, "God, they—you know—they work so stupidly hard. You know, there's no logic to what they're doing." And it's like, yeah, well, you know, and that's why I think life cycle for us just takes us to another level. I think we were we were already forward thinking enough, but now with lifecycle, it's enabled us to I don't know, just stand out from the crowd and give you something to talk about. That question that you always get from the you know um, from vendors, what makes you different to every other agent? And it's it's very difficult to get that across, even though you know you're different and you're working differently internally, they don't care that you've got a system that can Send out an automated text message, or whatever it is. It's getting that message across as to the whole mentality of the business, how we work and what that means to you as a vendor.
1: Yeah, awesome. Okay, James, thank you very much for your time. I really appreciate you coming on.
0: Yeah, appreciate your time, Mark. Thank you.
1: Awesome.
0: Fuck what you heard. It's what you hearing. It. what you hearing. It. Hear it. Listen. It's what you hearing. It. Listen. It's what you hearing. It. Listen.